Welcome to Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to which first title win was more impressive. St. Louis winning in Game 7 on the road after 52 years of existing, or Toronto winning in Game 6, defeating the back-to-back defending champions after, what, less than 20, 24 years yes. of existing. So which is more impressive? Um... There's so I, we can do a whole episode on this. There's so could. many factors to deter, like to to put in this. But for me, it's St. Louis. I agree. To go into Boston Game Seven, big, yeah, mage, yeah, wasn't too many injuries, right? And on top of that, St. Louis has been like perennial losers. Like they do this every year. They're the second round or Cup Final or the first round of the playoffs that they're having a good year, and they always just stink the bed. And this year, they they turn that around. I mean. Toronto is isn't as impressive because Clay got hurt, Boogie Cousins was hurt, uh, Iguodala was hurt, Livingston was hurt, their best player Kevin Durant was hurt. You could also say Kawhi is hurt though because Kawhi was hurt. He won't play like he was hurt. <laughs> that boy playing lights out. Yeah, I know you like you can't blame injuries. You can't. You know, the best team is the best team. They're saying, should Toronto's championship win come with an asterisk? And I was like, not. absolutely not. Well, no you were, what are, you, are you dumb? You have, then you have to go back into history, and every single win that came with someone injured as a superstar has to be put on an asterisk. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Anyway, we could do the entire episode just on this, but we can't. That's not what we're here for. It's not what we're here for. You're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. It's Grapples the number two. Apples, if you don't want to catch us on SoundCloud, you might be catching us on Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts, depending on what your preference is on where you listen to your podcast and other audio streaming services. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Will the Thrill, Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, baby, that's who I be, because that's who I is. And of course, on my side, by my side, always, my man. Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself. The very sensual. The very doy. Your boy, the prophet. Shades. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Anyway, we got a lot to cover today. Um, we have some news about Firefest, AEW. Fighter Fest. What did I say? Firefest. Oh, you see, because it messes me up. They're, they're sneaky, those guys. Fighter Fest, AEW, some signings from AEW, Ring of Honor's upcoming um, Best in the World pay-per-view, a new Impact Wrestling signee. We have some WWE news. We're going to cover some, you know, a, a debut on 205 Live. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. A lawsuit of a legend. And, of course, we'll do a little touch on Raw and SmackDown because obligations are obligations. Obligation. Obligation. What? Before we do any of that, you know, Shades, ring that bell. As we usually start off, let's do some WWE news first. Usually we like to get that non-WWE news. Let's get... I want to get the the ugly out of the way first. Okay. 
So let's get the ugly out of the way first. I feel like, I don't know, we say this every freaking episode, man. It's it, become like, what, four in a row, in a row now? If not, yeah, I, I would say if not four in a row, at least three of the last four, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tragic, untimely passing of uh, Andrade's mother. Uh, she was sick for a long time. Yeah. I've been reading uh, reports. The super heartbreaking thing about this is her passing was when he was in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, performing at the Super Showdown in his IC title match against the demon Finn Balor. Right. The WWE has given him and his girlfriend Charlotte some time off to mourn, and, you know, they're probably... You know, deal with all the, you know, yeah. the, the aftermath of that, you know, the funeral, the wake, services, you know, how to put it to rest, all that stuff. Also, you know, time to clear your head, because losing I mean, a, yeah. a parent, losing a loved one in general is, is never easy. So our hearts... And our thoughts of go course. to Andrade and, and his, his mother. Whole, yeah, for sure. Into less important news. <laughs> Much less important. Far less important. <laughs> I was actually laying in bed at like 6.30 in the morning or something like that. I think Good Day America was on. Mm-hmm. They're like... John Cena is, is added to the Fast and the Furious 9 cast. Mm. And I was like... Turn off. Done. I can't. I can't. Another Fast and the Furious movie? Bro, I didn't even know they were doing another Fast and the Furious movie. And now that John Cena's going to be part of it now? For what? So him and The Rock can have once in a lifetime, three times three over. Three times. Oh, my God. Ugh. I don't He's probably going to play a cop. It's, it's all he does. Because, I mean, does John Cena look like a drag... Do, do they even drag race in the movie anymore? I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. I haven't watched this the first... No, I watched Tokyo Drift, and that was it. I was out. That was the last one that I watched also. I was also. out. Because I was just like, oh, Bow Wow's in this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ludacris? Uh, no, Ludacris wasn't in the movie. Wasn't he? No, he was in two. And then everything after you're that. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, I watched the first one, and I wasn't impressed. I watched Tokyo Drift by accident. And I was just like, oh, no, I actually trash. watched it because they, they said that Vin Diesel was in the movie. Yeah. And he made a cameo at the end of the movie. Trash. And I was just like, oh. But now they're like these major box office action movies. Yeah, because now they're not about. They're heist movies or something like that now. Uh, apparently, they've always been heist movies. Because if you remember the first one, they were, they were robbers. They would steal from uh, semi trucks. Okay. The second one. Uh, I don't remember any. I told you. I watched it once and I was out. Well, I liked the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one was about uh, Brian. I guess uh, that's the guy who passed away. Paul Walker. Bro, yeah. Wrong the, the actress, actress, actress. Paul Walker, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul Walker's a cop. He needs to stop a drug lord. Or, or, he's an undercover cop, no? Something like in that? the first movie. In the first movie, he's he wasn't an undercover cop anymore. He got Tyrese out of jail. And it's, it's all over my yeah. Head. And then I find out that Fast Three, the Tokyo Drift one, mm-hmm. is a prequel. So yeah. this is when Dom was in Japan, meeting everybody. I, I, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm done after three. I could, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, but now again, now that these major block blockbuster movies, like these Why? massive action movies, they're saving the world, and it's like. When did Fast and the Furious go from car racing to saving the world with like these crazy action set pieces where cars are flying from one building to another? Yeah, I, it's like Dominic Toretto is Vin Diesel's character's name. 
he went from being a convict in the first movie to being a, a savior of the world in the fifth or sixth movie. Well, I don't know. People eat these movies up. They I love it. do major in the box office. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't get it either. But they do bank. Some some spicy news, in my opinion, at least. Okay. Triple H has been added to oh. a house show in Japan. You think this is ridiculous? It's a little ridiculous. Just a bit. Proceed. He will be teaming mm-hmm. with Doc Gallows. And I'm using their, I, 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 their I, New I, Japan names. Machine Gun Carl Anderson. And his name has had that changed since he's been in TNA. The phenomenal AJ Styles. Right. To take on the team of Baron Corbin. Japan's favorite son. <laughs> I love that shtick, by the way, for Baron Corbin. I mean, it's perfect for him. It's perfect. It's so annoying. Drew McIntyre, Scottish psychopath. Right. The almighty Bobby Lashley. Yep. And the Samoan submission machine, the U.S. champion, Samoa Joe. I feel now, why do you find this ridiculous? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> reason one. Aside from, you know, Bullet Club it's coming Bullet back. Bullet Club. Yeah. And then on that's one, and then on two, you have Triple H inserting himself as fourth member of Bullet Club. Why? Because he was part of the clique who originated the two suites, so like, they're the grandfathers it's of... like the Russian mafia actually created the two suite. It was like the wolf logo. That's, that's what the... That's what I'm saying, like, the two suite being used in wrestling mm-hmm. originated in the clique. Yes. And so what, because they're like the great-grandfathers of coolness? They're the grandfathers. Okay, yeah. Click NWO. Would be the God, would be the Godfathers of it. No. I'd say grandfather. We'll call DX and, and NWO brothers because they were on the same time. Okay. So you have the Click, NWO, DX, Bullet Club. What, why did Bullet Club get two two lines? I'm saying because okay, so they, they converge. <laughs> Bullet Club OG versus <laughs> Bullet Club. Exactly. There you, okay, go. there you go. There you go. So there you make, go. You make things so work. work. They work. work. It's just so ridiculous. Triple H inserts himself here. It's almost like the guy who's trying to be cool by hanging out with the cool kids. Yeah, he's like too old to be doing it. Some- yeah, I'm like, bro, I, I get it. And I'm sure they're going to embrace you. And Carlson Anderson. Carl and Anderson. Carl and Anderson. Get Gallows and. Man, it's Friday. This new Friday thing is weird. Welcome to Friday, hey, Welcome to Fridays, boy. Oh, man. Um, Gallows and Anderson have already embraced him on, on social media. They're all like, yeah, you know, whatever. Um. I just think it's so ridiculous. It makes no sense. When is since when is this a thing? Imagine. And I feel bad for Samoa Joe has to be part of this awful mid card of doom. Mid card of doom. That is Baron Corbin, Lashley, and McIntyre. That Baron is, Corbin's the best heel on Raw right now. Okay, whatever. By far and away, heel faction is is garbage. Okay, so it's like the three kids at lunch. Corbin McIntyre Lashley because they've had this thing going on and Joe's just being inserted because he's they need a fourth that's why he's he's for Triple H to be to have his fun time have Shane McMahon come in you mean ooh I'll touch that later never mind so you wouldn't geek out a little bit just a little bit I know they can do it and it's almost impossible but if you hear bullet club for life would you not like what you call of it? Of course I'd mark out. I oh my god. I'd mark out super hard. I'd rip my testicles off, and throw he, them against the wall. And you know AJ's <laughs> 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 It took a second for that to register in my brain. 
It just <laughs> And you know AJ's gonna wear the mask. He usually does wear the mask when, when he goes to Japan. Japan. And if he's teaming up with Gals and Anderson and Triple H is gonna be out there throwing two sweets like it's no one's business, you know he's gonna wear the mask. There's gonna be seventeen two sweets, fourteen crotch chops, thirty six like bullets. This is um, yeah. They're gonna get the the bullets out. Oh, they're they're definitely putting the bullets out. Why? Okay, but why Triple H? When you have Finn Balor, I was just you have the original, the real rock and roller. Yeah, you and I are here. Like we're 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 here because I said it. I was like, instead of inserting Triple H, how do you not insert? The leader, the original, the original leader, leader of, of the, the Bullet, Bullet Club. Clearly, this means nothing because Gallows and Anderson and Styles are not together right now on TV. No, well, Gallows and Anderson are on TV, so right. And then Triple H's granddad, so like, or cool dad, or whatever you want to call it. And so they're clearly this has nothing to do with continuity. This has nothing to do with kayfabe or anything. Why not throw Finn in there? You're in Japan, you want to do this shtick anyway. Bro, have the two leaders of Bullet Club come out with Gals and Anderson. It'd be great if they actually aired this match. I mean, it's going to be out in its entirety in twofold. Fan footage and WWE's going to have one of their cameras there that they're going to put on their social media like the day after. Yeah, but it, it, it would be great to actually... It feels like... Yeah, like aired, aired. You know, they've had like Japan uh, shows in Japan yeah. and stuff like that. that. Like, that would actually be cool. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, Mr. Shade is a fan of it. Mr. Thrill is not. I just think it's silly. I just think it's so silly. And I think it's, it's like, I feel like it's Triple H trying really, really hard to be cool. And this is, this is me, like, geeking because it's like, this is Bullet Club adjacent coming back together, you know? Yeah. How nuts, how absolutely freaking nuts would it be? If Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa jumped the barricade. The internet would explode. It's not going to happen, though. I'd have to re-pick up my testicles, attach them to rip them back off. <laughs> I, w- I-, I-, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I'd probably, like, die. Like, I would combust. My brain will explode. <laughs> I don't know what would happen. But anyway, I, I, can-, I can go on about my testicles being ripped off and coming back on and throwing them and coming back up like all day but it's not a testicle show <laughs> it's a wrestling show wrestling podcast is this a podcast though? Oh, we're completely off the rails no, I don't even know in some legal news because we're practicing no we're not we're not practicing <laughs> Ric Flair's former agent and her firm are suing the wrestler for defamation following a video posted last week where Ric Flair accused legacy talent and entertainment owner Melinda Zanoni mm-hmm. of embezzling money from him, claiming WWE had to also help him renew his six trademarks that nearly lapsed when the firm ignored his requests. Mm-hmm. I did not hear about this. I got one of this yesterday. Um, there's no details yet more than this, mm-hmm. but apparently this was going on. Ric Flair is suing his agent and her firm who used to represent him for this kind of thing. Well, they're 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 suing Ric Flair, no? Yeah, I'm sorry. Defamation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're suing him for defamation after he said what he said in the video that he put out last week. Uh, in, like, short, do you know what the video, like, said? 
because I didn't see the video. I didn't even see any of this. It was it was basically just this. Like he was, ha- I think it was like some sort of like interview or something, mm-hmm. and he just mentioned this kind of like offhanded, mm-hmm. and I guess the firm wasn't a fan of it because it kind of makes him look really, 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 really bad. Mm. So, I mean, anytime someone accuses you of embezzling from them and lapsing, when you're supposed to be someone's agent firm, agency, you know, and all that stuff, and you let his trademarks lapse. Mm-hmm. That's not a good look. No, it's not. That's your job, job. That's a job, job, job. And so, if he's going to call them out on that, you have to think that there are people who are represented by them or who would presumably think to be represented by them might say, yo, forget that. Mm-hmm. If you can't take care of Ric Flair, who's such a legend that even like the regular Joe Shimo knows who he is, you're going to take care of me? Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't... If I was looking for an agent, I would not go to this company, considering Ric Flair said this. Yeah. You can't take care of Ric Flair, you can't take care of me. Flat out. Well, I mean, that's the end of WWE news. I guess. Oh! I'm sorry, that is not the end of the WWE news. Oh? So... Some of you have may heard that there was a show taking place last week mm, mm-hmm. in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. the WWE's Super Showdown. And the only thing that I really would like to cover is Goldberg. We can confirm that he was concussed. Collapsing post-match. Yeah. Him and The Undertaker actually getting to a verbal con. Confrontation after the match backstage, mm-hmm. and how much of a dumpster fire that match was. There's tweets and Facebook comments and Undertaker's liking actual comments about let's just let him retire. Let him retire. Like know. let him like be done with this man. See, but here's my issue with that. Stop taking the money. Exactly. He's not under no obligation to do anything. Well, if he's under contract, yes, he is. But that's the thing. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was ready to do StarCast. And, yeah, but he signed for... And, but call. that's my point. Is that you have to know that Vince... Ha- def- there's no way that Vince didn't say, Hey, listen, I might need you for another match. Mm-hmm. So at that point, he's got to say, Listen, Vince, I'm sorry. I'm committed to StarCast. I- I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep chasing the money, they're going to put you in matches where you almost ended more than just your career. Yeah. Because Goldberg gets concussed early in the match, he can't lift him for the jackhammer, drops him on his neck. In a brain buster. There's a brain buster that's not a brain buster. That's not supposed to be a brain buster. Undertaker tombstones Goldberg, drops him on his head. Right on the head. Right on the head. Being concussed afterwards... And then the lamest choke slam, he could Goldberg had to jump up and he couldn't even jump that high. That wasn't the finish. There's no this that was not the finish. The choke slam? The choke slam was not supposed to be the finish. No no no, but that was the finish. Oh no no, it was the finish, but that's not what the finish was supposed to be. No. That was them ending it early because Goldberg was done. Well <laughs> they were both done. Yeah, but Goldberg could he could barely stand. No, he couldn't. He couldn't there was no way they could last any longer than that. That's why you could tell he was just like, yo, forget it. Let's just, we're done. Well, he, he busted up. He got busted open the hard way. Because he's a, this is the problem when you have guys who weren't good to begin with doing this in an advanced age. Mm-hmm. 
Goldberg wasn't a great wrestler in his prime. Yeah. So now that he's in his what? He's a great entertainer. He wasn't sure, great. Sure, whatever. But that's how things like this happen. Mm-hmm. You think AJ's going to buzz his head open on a spot like this? AJ's a professional. That's my point. He's also phenomenal. <clears throat> whatever. Any guy who is even remotely decent. It's not going to happen. This is not going to happen. I mean, uh, Dustin Rhodes is about the same age as Goldberg. Yeah. And he busted himself open, but he put on a five-star freaking match. Granted, he had Cody with him, who's in the prime of his wrestling career. Yeah, but that was also probably Dustin's best match, period. Absolutely. But he didn't kill himself in the ring. Well, he's also wrestling regularly, too. So, But, uh, but my point is that the guy knows how to wrestle. Goldberg's not a wrestler. He never was. Yeah. He was a two-minute attraction. And when you're trying to have him be a, a 20-minute... Title of your sex tape. <laughs> Relax, Peralta. Um, my Bro- that's my Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans You're the worst. <laughs> you are the worst. I couldn't let it go. Oh, my God. That's what she said. Oh, my God. This, this is all my shows that I'm watching right now. Relax. Like I'm- um... Well, yeah, so when you have a guy who was known for putting on two-minute matches trying to do a 20-minute match at the age of 50 with another guy at the age of 1,000, this is what happens. Yeah. And it's so irresponsible for WWE to keep letting these guys do this. WWE's at fault. Undertaker's at fault. I don't blame Goldberg because Goldberg... He knew what he was getting himself into for the most part. Goldberg, like, they book his matches a certain way right now. He's there for, like, a quick payout. He's not expecting anything serious. So let, I don't blame him. Let's, real quick, <clears throat> before we move on to, from this, let's look at the last couple Goldberg matches. Squash match against Kevin Owens. Squash match against Goldberg. You mean about, When I say Goldberg, right? Yeah, yeah Lesnar, sorry. It's Friday night. <laughs> um... And then a seven, a six to a five to seven minute match against uh, Lesnar at Mania, where he dropped the title. Where he dropped the title. Yeah, like fade into like. And then he's done. Obscurity again. Did you see what Riddle put on on Facebook or Twitter? Bro, Riddle's been whew, ever since this whole thing. He's my new favorite guy now. He was making fun of the knee bar. That that knee bar slash heel hook was atrocious looking, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. He used to do it like well yeah. in WCW in his prime, mm-hmm. not when he's fifty years old. And Riddle's like, "Man, you confirmed it. You absolutely suck." Yeah, yeah. Riddle's <clears throat> been going after Goldberg, and Goldberg better not even try it. No, Riddle will legit kill him. Riddle will will end his dude's whole career. Yeah. But <sighs> so that's. Now, the end of the WWE news. But not end of the WWE talk, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Shall we move on to other news, or... Go for the deuce? Uh, you want me to continue with the non-dubs? I got the non-dubs, I'm just asking what oh, you no, want let's to do. Oh, no, let's keep going with the news. Alright. Let's not throw more ingredients to the recipe. I'm just, it's Friday, it's new. It's new, everything's new. We do whatever we want now. It's not Wednesday mornings, Tuesday nights. We're a dog with our leashes right now. That's it. That's it. All right. So here's some news for you. AEW's Fighter Fest, which is set to take place at the end of this month, mm-hmm. will be streaming for free. 
So those of you who are maybe concerned about shelling out 50 bucks for double or nothing and shelling out another X amount of dollars this month for Fighter Fest from Daytona Beach when it's just a thing that they're cross-promoting with CEO and blah, 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 stop complaining. AEW's yeah, got you covered. You, they got you. You got Bleacher Report Live? Yeah, you, no? Go on their website. Download the app. Do what you got to do. Boom. For free. You're done now. And I think it's genius. Mm-hmm. Because there was such a backlash about the price of the pay-per-view for double or nothing that I think if they set any amount, even if it was 20 bucks, mm-hmm. I think people would be turned off. But by but, but, but even if it didn't, by airing this for free, you're getting people to go, oh, free? I'll check it out if it's free. If someone who was maybe thinking about checking out AEW, but right now the only way to check them out is to pay for pay-per-view... I'll wait till October. If you're that guy and you had a pay-per-view that's going to be for free, that's going to feature John Moxley versus Joey Janela, hmm, for free? I'll check it out for free. So I think that's just really, really smart management by AEW because whatever money they might lose for not having it paid for, they could potentially gain in the future by fan interest. It's uh, <clears throat> the classic like restaurant, you know, uh, tactic. John Tapper you said it. This is oh, you come to the restaurant for the first time, you know? Did you try the dessert? You too full? Here's a coupon, free dessert next time you come. Oh, you didn't try the chicken last time. You have the dessert this time. Boom! Here's a free coupon. You just keep you give them free things. They keep coming back for more. That's how you gain a customer. This is perfect for them. Mm-hmm. Double or nothing. Okay, so two things. One. Wrestling fans now are pretty uh, pampered, where they don't have to shell out $50, $60 for a pay-per-view because they got the network. Right. What other shows are putting on, you know, events, pay-per-views? ROH? No one really They might that. have the most expensive service out of all of them. R- ROH? Yeah. We don't have Honor Club. I know. But I'm saying Honor Club, I think, is the most expensive of them. Oh. New Japan is a flat nine. I think it's ten dollars a month in yen. It's like ten yen a month, mm-hmm. which brings down to like nine and change. All right, so ten yen a month for hundred Japan. Sorry, it's nine hundred yen because the that's what it's actually. I'm sorry, nine hundred yen. Nine hundred yen. So it's like nine and change okay, American so dollars. Nine hundred yen a month for New Japan World. Mm-hmm. You get everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Archived everything. Mm-hmm. It's a, a nightmare to navigate through, but they have everything. Right. You have the network for nine ninety nine. Again, archive footage, original content, matches galore. ECW, you know, pay per views for free. Everything they bought almost is on there. Right. AEW selling double or nothing for 50 bucks for the product that they actually put out, absolutely worth it. For sure. This, having Fighter Fest be free. And like you were saying, people were on the fence. Uh, I know these guys, but I didn't want to shell out the money. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's free? All I got to do is download an app? I'm going to check them out. Now, they need to put on a good match. A good match is a good list of matches. Mm-hmm. Match set list. And match card. Oh, I see. Set list, right? Yeah. No. It's not a concert. It's Friday. <laughs> I've been saying that for a long time. That's our excuse for everything. So, me being a fan of AEW, 
this is a win-win for us. For sure. Because we get to cover it. We don't get to pay for it. For free. This is awesome sauce. Yeah. People who, I mean, I think all of our friends that we do watch or, you know, that does watch wrestling, mm-hmm. they are fans of AEW also. Right. So this is probably for the casual AEW fan, but the hardcore WWE fan. Mm-hmm. It gives you a free right now, right now a free alternative mm-hmm. to the last two dumpster fires that were their pay per views. The uh, the term that everyone's using for the target of AEW's audience is lapsed wrestling fans. Okay, they're targeting wrestling fans who left a little while ago, or left a while ago because they're missing something, and they. Wrestling. They're, exactly. <clears throat> so AEW is kind of targeting those fans who were here once before, mm-hmm. but left because they got whack. Yeah. So I think this is also perfect for that fan also. Because if you're a wrestling fan to begin with, and you left WWE because you were over it, and you're still not sure about AEW, vote free. And as my brother always says, if it's for free. It's for me. It's for me. And what's smart about it also is that they're not like, the card is not a bad card. Like, granted, because AEW is still fresh, some of these matches feel a little random. Mm-hmm. But the names on there check out. Mm-hmm. You have Cody versus Darby Allen, which I think is an interesting, smart match because Darby Allen is relatively unknown. Mm-hmm. But the guy is practically suicidal in the ring. Okay. So to see what how Cody deals with someone like that is going to be interesting. Mm. You have Kenny and the Young Bucks. Versus the Lucha Brothers and an opponent and a partner to be named later. I mean, the Elite versus the Lucha Brothers and anybody is going to be a fantastic match. They had a, almost the best match of the night at Double or Nothing, so. Don Mozzie versus Joey Janela? Are you kidding me? Like Hardcore lover's dream. Exactly. And then you have the Fatal 4-Way match between um, Hangman Page, Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, and MJF. Which is pretty much AEW going, these are four guys that you need to pay attention to because we're going to pay attention to for the future. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is like them showcasing the future of AEW. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant. And then Christopher CD versus Shima, and then the triple threat match um, where is they have Sima? two... I, I Sima, Shima? I have no idea. Um, and then the triple threat match between the women where you have Nyla Rose facing off two, uh, two of the uh, Joshi wrestling girls mm-hmm. where they have Riho and Yuga Sakazaki coming back. Mm-hmm. So again, I think it's just this is just a very well thought out card that they're plating for free. I think it's just it's just smart business. I mean, move. off the rip, you you named what eight matches, six matches, seven matches, something like that, mm-hmm. and seven. You you have three matches, four matches for sure that are going to be barn burners. Yeah, four matches out of a seven match card right now. How are you not trying to watch this as a as a wrestling fan? Yeah. You know. It reminds their their approach. Like you compared it to like restaurants, I thought of it as like Amazon. So Amazon's approach to business has been losing now to gain more later. Mm-hmm. Like they lose a lot of money mm-hmm. on free returns, on just two day shipping, on Amazon Prime stuff like that. But the money that they lose doing that, they gain through customers. Mm-hmm. Because by doing that, you gain more customers. Oh, they have free returns? Oh, that's mad easy. Oh, two-day shipping? I'll throw down for Prime. Yeah, sometimes they have next-day shipping. That's what I'm saying. So the money that they lose doing two-day shipping, free shipping, free this, free that, free that, they gain by all the Prime subscriptions. Yep. 
they gain by all the customers who come in droves. And I think that's kind of what they're doing here. It's like, all right, fine, whatever, we'll eat the bullet here. But guess what? We're leaving with a lot more fans than you thought. Mm-hmm. And to top that, to, so not, not to top that, but like to go along with this, tickets for All Out went on sale today. Mm-hmm. They sold out in less than 15 minutes. Less than 15 minutes. All In sold out in less than 30. It was like 29 minutes to be exact, something like that. Mm-hmm. And this sold out in less than 15. You know? So you're going to put this show on for free when you just sold out in less than 15? It's just, it's just smart. I think it's a smart business move. Yeah, absolutely. And when is All Out? August 31st. That's oh. the day that everyone's doing something. Yeah. New Japan's Royal Conquest is that day. Yeah. Uh, NXT Takeover, uh, NXT UK Takeover Cardiff is that day, and All Out is that day. And your boy Shades will be in Miami getting on a boat to go to the Caribbean oh, that day also. Oh, you're gone. So whack. Yeah, I'm, I may actually have to call in. <laughs> and we may have to do a, a Skype or something to get this done because this. This card is gonna be nuts. Oh, I'm, I'm. This will be. I'm. That's not gonna be a solo episode for sure. Oh yeah. Whether I have Joy Minardi or my brother or Tom Davis or whoever, so we gonna be kicking it. That's gonna be one heck of a day. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna have to take some time out of my vacation, my much needed vacation. <laughs> she gonna be mad to watch some wrestling and to do a little podcast Saturday all day, starting at two p.m. We're going to have to download some Skype or something. So Put me Skype, on some phone. Some we have Facebook Messenger, no? Yeah. Let's go. Um, more AEW news, because AEW don't stop. Sean Spears has officially signed with AEW. He made his appearance as a one-off at Double or Nothing. That was He was not signed at the time. It was just a one-time. He really wanted to be a part of it. I actually watched an interview, um, I think it was two days ago, where he said his 90 days ended the day before Double or Nothing. Nice. So legally, he couldn't even talk to them about the show. Mm-hmm. He tried calling them. I think it was Cody was like, when is your 90 days up? Mm-hmm. He's like, on the 24th. He goes, call me then. I can't talk to you until then. Mm-hmm. So he literally had to wait, call Cody on the 20th, the day before the show. And he was like, yo, we're all booked. Like, I don't care. Just put me in somewhere. I don't care what it is. I need to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So it was a one-off thing where they let him go on. He came in as number 10 and, you know. So I guess since then they've talked, and now Sean Spears, formerly Ty Dillinger, is officially a member of AEW's Rumor roster. has it he signed a 10-month Stop. contract. Stop! Stop! I hate you. <clears throat> um, and speaking of this, Sean Spears being signed by AEW, mm-hmm. they said right now, it's all, it's all room, rumor mill, that AEW is actively pursuing Phil Brooks, CM Punk, to join AEW. I mean, duh. If he joins AEW, the WWE is in big trouble. They're already arguably in big trouble. Oh yeah. But I mean, you add Phil Brooks, you add CM Punk to the to the to the to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a match. With CM Punk and Kenny Omega. Mm. CM Punk with Hangman Page, Cody, any of the Bucks, both of the Bucks. 
none of the bucks. Don't make a difference. Could you imagine a promo off between CM Punk and MJF? (laughs) Could you imagine the two of them with a mic in their hand? Oh. You know, like that fight for everything? The talk forever. forever. Fact. Fact. I want to see CM Punk versus MJF in a promo off. Uh, What else? John Moxley versus Kenny Omega has been made official for the aforementioned AEW All Out taking place in the Hoffman Estates of Illinois, not Chicago. Stop lying to people. Um, yes. Did you hear when Kenny said, I can't lose to a guy from that company? No. Yeah. I love Kenny. He said, I refuse to lose to a guy who's from that place. I love Kenny. I yes. love Kenny. Kenny makes my heart happy. So I got my Kenny Pop. If I ever see him, I'm going to ask him get him to sign it. If I ever see him, I'm like, yo, can you give me a one-wing angel? <laughs> I'd ask for a V-trigger. Nah, man, because that's going to hurt, hurt. He'll slam you down. Yeah. But I'll be, like, in a package. I'll be all, like, it'll be comforting. I don't know if it's comforting. <laughs> a V-trigger would have hurt so much. I mean, granted, he tries to hit you. They get you on the shoulders, what the intention is. Yeah. But if he actually catches you on the chin. Let's hear Don Callis. V Trigger! That's what that drop is for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so uh, the same show that's going to have Jericho versus Hangman for the title. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be. This is, ma- is showing out to be just as big, if not bigger, than Double or Nothing. Yeah. So. Very interested to see how All Out plays out. How All Out plays out. I mean, this is their last biggest show before they before they go to, to TV. TV. Yep. Now let's move on to another promotion. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor has their Best in the World pay-per-view coming up on June 28th. I think that might actually be the same night as Fighter Fest, if I'm not mistaken. And Stupid. <laughs> right? Stupid. Although... This card seems pretty cool. Like, it's a pretty good card. It's not a bad card. It's just probably not better than Fighter Fest. So you have Jonathan Gresham versus Silas Young in a quote-unquote pure rules match. So apparently they've been feuding over whether or not Jonathan Gresham or Silas Young is, like, are they good, solid, technical wrestlers? Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a pure technical wrestling match. Okay. Like, no striking, no, like, crazy antics. It should be just... Wrestling, grappling, and grappling, and all such. that stuff. Supposedly, that's the deal. Uh, Dragon Lee versus Dalton Castle mm-hmm. should be fun. Roosh versus Flip Gordon, boy, I don't. That's I don't know. I've I, they're booking Roosh like a monster. So if he squashes Flip, if he squashes Flip, that'll be crazy. Uh, the Briscoes versus Nick Aldis and Colt Cabana, which. Should be interesting because Nick Aldis working with Ring of Honor has been kind of like in and out. Mm-hmm. Seeing him do a tag match with Colt versus the Briscoe Brothers, yeah, I'm down for that. Then Shane Taylor defending his TV Championship versus Bandito, mm-hmm. and then for the Championship Matt Taven versus Jeff Cobb. This seems to ha- this is a pretty good card. Yeah, I'm I'm game. I'm game to see. And this is just updated as of now. We still have another week and a half before they actually you know go on live with the show. I I I. I believe in my heart of hearts that Jeff Cobb will be the new ROH champion. No. Yeah. There's a reason why they wanted him to drop the belts. He's, he, he may be the new ROH champion. 
You think they're going to put it on them so just like that? Talk about elevating and pushing. Jeez. Right, he, he's, he's one guy that can handle it. I mean, he's, he's got the skill. And Matt Taven's pretty freaking vanilla right now. But does Jeff Cobb have, like, is he champion? Like, world champion of a promotion? Is Matt Taven world champion of a promotion? No. So there you go. That's why I don't know why he won that match. He should not have won that match. That should have been Jay Lethal retaining or something else. No, because Matt Taven was my pick to win it, and I'm happy he won it. Whatever, profit boy. And the last bit of news outside of the world of WWE. Shades is, you know, new favorite home promotion, Impact Wrestling. <laughs> we got a return of TJP. I was actually there when he um, promote, uh, he uh, um, debuted. I was confused because I saw this. It's like, oh, he, pr- he debuts at New York TV tapings. I'm just like, what the deuce? Why didn't he tell me? Well, it happened last week, Thursday. Our last episode was Tuesday. Like, we don't talk all the time. Oh, I was quite uh, inebriated that <laughs> If you guys didn't see it, check out our Gravels to Apples page on Instagram well, where the Sandman the- was feeding yours truly an adult beverage. And <laughs> an adult beverage. And boy, was it awesome. That was pretty cool. I was going to, because I had a, a, you know, can in my hand, Mm -hmm. and after he finished pouring it into my mouth, whoa, I was going to smash the beer on my head, like the beer can on my head, but I couldn't do it. That would have been a mistake. Yeah. Also, it's bad enough that the alcohol was already dripping onto my shirt. If I, I, it would have looked like I got into a bar fight, and if I got pulled (laughs) over by the police, I was going to jail. You were going to jail. But yeah, uh, TJP uh, debuted. It was alright. Was, was, Everybody's like, yeah, TJP! And I was like, you still suck! <laughs> it's unfortunate, because I feel like he's so much better in the ring than WWE fans will ever understand. Uh, Cruiserweight uh, Classic, he was fantastic. I remember watching the first round of Cruiserweight Classic and calling Hugo and being like, yo, this dude TJP is going to win this whole thing. Yeah. And he did, because he's, he's so smooth. Yeah. He was he was he was pretty nice seeing it live, but I can only think about the temper tantrums and stuff like that with WWE. And that's and the like problem. They've ruined how like that's messed up. Uh, TJP looks for me, and that and that's exactly see that's the issue. That's the problem. That's why people like like uh, Sean and Spears left. You know WWE once they get a hold on you, they can really ruin your whole career if they bungle you badly enough. That's why I said I want Kushida to stay in NXT where Triple H has a hold of him as opposed to Vince. I don't know. Because they'll probably bring Kushida up and put him and Shinsuke in a tag team. Bro, Kushida's going to end up being the next, like, Kai and Tai. No. No. (laughs) Come on. Kushida's the prime for the next Kai and Tai. They'll call it something else. There won't be any choppy choppy pee-pee, but, like... God, I hate WWE so much. That moment is gold, though. Oh, for sure. But think about what it did to, like... Think about who Taka Michinoku was before that. I, I mean, I didn't really like Taka. I don't like him now, because he's with the little weasel, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. But 
But like, I'm glad he was able to save his career after he left. Went to Japan and like now he's a respected manager for for Zach. A respected weasel wrestler. You gotta stop with the weasel stuff. To, to relax, buddy. He's a weasel. Your face is a weasel. But you're not denying that he's a weasel. Also. It's not, anyway, moving on. Is that time of the week? I think it's that time of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, live from Bella, California. Lavages. Live-ish. We're live. It wasn't live. Yeah. You're not hearing this live, but whatever. This week's NXT t- 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 uh, took place in Bella, California. It's that time of the week. It's that time. At that time. That NXT time. That NXT time. All right. Am I going to get a clock for NXT in two or not? Oh, yeah. I should do that, right? You should. I'm going to invest in a clock. We most definitely, 100%, should do that. Now, Was I'm it like a stopwatch or a timer? I don't care. Forewarning. Forewarning. I did not get to watch NXT UK this week. So I'm just going to... Which I'm kind of glad about because I can talk about NXT proper for two minutes. So let's talk about NXT for for two minutes. Let me know when you're ready. Let me know when you're ready. Ready? Set. NXT. So the match kicks off with Candice LeRae tagging with Io Shirai versus Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. I'm happy to see Candice LeRae finally doing stuff on her own, a Jace, away from Johnny Gargano. That was my issue when she first came in. She was too attached to Gargano. Now she's doing her own thing. She's with Io Shirai. Uh, Shayna Baszler accompanied the uh, Schaefer and Duke to the ring, but was standing at the stage the entire match. Shirai gets aggressive and does that elbow stomp thing that, that Baszler does. She does it to Jessamyn Duke. Uh, when Shirai goes to do her moonsault finisher, Baszler pulls Duke out. Then we have a brawl where you have Candice Ray fighting Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir. And Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler fight. And they leave. They ring the bell. They're all escorted out. End of the first match. Second match is a submission match between Kushida and Drew Gulak. They had a match last week where Kushida won via quick pinfall. So Drew Gulak um, challenged him to a rematch, a submission match. Match goes long, and Kushida, to no surprise, goes over with the submission. I wasn't crazy about how quick the tap out was once he applied the submission. Yeah. But it is what it is. Kushida wins against Drew Gulak, which I think was a good match for both of them. The main event was the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish taking on... Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong, you're right, I'm sorry. Thank you. And Roddy Strong taking on... Uh, Britain Brawlers. The Britain Brawlers, I can't forget, I can't remember their names. Um, Tony Larkin and Danny Birch. Thank you. Very, really, I mean, it was just, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. At the end of the match, uh, Jackson Ryder comes out, he gets, he interferes, not interferes, but he distracts Roger Strong, who then Bobby Fish is bumped into, he gets rolled up, and that's how um, the Britain Brawlers go over. That's setting up the continuation of these four tag teams being in a feud. And that was NXT in two. It was Roddy Strong and Kyle O'Reilly. Not I said Bobby, Bobby Fish. Yeah. Jeez Louise. <clears throat> Got a Bobby Fish thing going on right now. I know, you know what it is? Cause I'm, I did that without notes. And, like, it's hot. I can't have the AC on because it gets caught on the mic. <laughs> so, I'm so distracted right now. Got to fan you. I think I just popped my arm out. 
<laughs> Last bit of, of roster news. Yeah. Before we do some Raw and SmackDown unnecessary, necessary obligations. Uh, Chad Gable, formerly one half of the American Alpha, made his WWE 205 live debut. And actually a really good match versus Jack Gallagher. It's only a matter of time until they put the belt on him. Cruiserweight title. I hope they let him develop some sort of character before they do that. Because if you just put a belt on him for the sake of putting the belt on him, what's that doing? It does nothing. And it also takes away from... Gosh, what's his muscle monster's name? Um, Not Tony Nese. This Tony Nese. Oh, Tony Nese? Yeah, Tony Nese is the t- champion. He won at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> and Bernie Murphy's now on the main roster, even though he hasn't been on TV yet. Same same Cedric as... We're talking about Cedric Alexander's competing for the 24-7 championship on a weekly basis. So stupid. Speaking of the 24-7 championship... Right, let, let's, let's talk about the nonsense that was Raw and SmackDown. It's... Yo, no, we gotta we got talk over it. We gotta talk over it because I'm not getting busted for copyright. I'm not doing it. It's all, yeah, 10 so, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that was like 8 seconds. That was like we're 8 good. seconds. So, okay, we're not gonna talk about Raw step by step. We're not gonna go no, over... No, we're not. We're not doing that. But I, I did want to talk about some things. So, the Revival... So, it was supposed to be the Revival versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder for the Raw Tag Team Championships. This is announced off the air during the week on social media <clears throat> yeah. for literally no reason. Yeah. But the minute this went and got hit, everyone was like, oh, so you're just going to put the buffs on the Revival because reasons. So, WWE, what's their solution? Oh, we have to the sent off at the Usos. How does that do anything? It made the match more interesting, but it was a foregone conclusion that the Revival was going to win this match. Yeah. Anyone who thought otherwise, you're just not, you're not paying attention. No. And it, it was, the Revival are friends with Shane now, and they're not allowed to come to his uh, celebration for beating Roman Reigns at Super Showdown unless they bring gold. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, like, now they, now, like, with that, it was like, oh, they're definitely, definitely beating him. How? Who knows? But the Revival are definitely going over. I hope they went over with the Shatter Machine. They didn't, unfortunately. It's just, and it's so dumb. Because, so, people argue that the Raw Tag Division is not being, or any Tag Division WWE is not used properly, right? <laughs> so, oh, no, put, it, put it on the Revival, right? Okay, fine. But you can't just put it on a good team for the sake of putting it on a good team. Without having a good feud. Exactly. To have. Ryder, and so this also makes Ryder and Hawkins winning at WrestleMania feel, this, feel that more cheap. Because they won it for nothing. They won it. Was on TV, what, maybe twice after that? Maybe three times. And they haven't been on TV since. So you made them winning the Raw Tag Team Championships mean literally nothing. Because they did nothing and then just dropped it back to the Revival. And not to mention the fact that they bungled Kurt Hawkins' losing streak. Because he should have won that solo. Like he should have captured, like the he should have won some. He should have been a fluke insert into some title match, and he should have won that solo. Mm, what's perfect for him? He could have won the twenty four seven championship. That would have been perfect. But no, they put him with Zack Ryder. They do this tag team thing and win for nothing because now they drop it to the revival. Just because you put it on the right guys doesn't mean you did the right thing. You have to book it right. 
Oh, this is just so the Usos can take it off the Revival so that the <sighs> Usos didn't take it off of uh, Hawkins oh. and Ryder. It's a giant, like, loop just to bring it back to the Usos. And it's not that I don't like the Usos because I'm an Usos fan. Mm-hmm. I like the Usos. But this just, it just doesn't make sense. Put some effort into this. How about... You have really good tag teams at your disposal. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Do something. How about get uh, Gallows and Anderson in the mix? Oh, my God. You can do, literally do anything. <laughs> We're jumping ahead, but look at what they're doing with Heavy Machinery on SmackDown now. Like, they're going to be the number one contenders for the tag titles? Why? Because there's no one else? There's no one else. Why do we watch this crap still? I'm, I do, I'm telling you, I'm... I'm getting closer and closer every day. I don't want to watch this stuff anymore. And there's a rumor going around, and if it comes true, I'm done. And when we get to SmackDown, we'll talk about that rumor. All right. Let's get to SmackDown, then. <laughs> Before we do that, there was a bit of a scare. So there was a, the, the U.S. title scene. Actually, I think it might be the strongest scene in the in, in, on Raw right now. Because yes. now you have Cesaro, you have Ricochet, you have Samoa Joe... And who's the fourth person? Well, you have Bobby Lashley and Bobby Braun Lashley Strongman. and Braun. Sh- like this, this is the division to watch right now, which is unfortunate because the IC title should be. It's good for the US title. That's because you're a US champ- like title like champion fan. No, but I, I mean, you want your mid card titles to mean something. Yeah, but they should be worth chasing. How you know? You know, I don't want to get into it. You can continue. And the IC titles on SmackDown, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, like, it's on SmackDown. Uh, all the titles on SmackDown don't exist anymore. Nothing exists anymore. It's all one show. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that too. Um, this is a this is a good scene, and they had a good match that ended with a little bit of a scare where Ricochet hit his six thirty, but Cesaro caught it all on his legs. Yeah, uh, he was seen limping away, being helped to the back There's by fan officials. Footage of him being helped backstage. <clears throat> really, really suffering some sort of like leg injury. However, very next day, Brian Alvarez reports he's totally fine, which is good. Which is good because it could have just been like a really bad stinger. He could have just like caught on like all the thighs or something like that. Yeah, or, like just really like, hurt. Just the seized top. him up. Real yeah, quick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe caught a cramp or something, and then he's fine. So I'm happy about that. Now, you and I briefly spoke about this, and. We have some some conflicting opinions. Okay. To me, the highlight of Raw this week was a Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. After last, a last week's stupid muscle man dance, which I'm sure you enjoyed. Look at that smirk on your face. It was stupid also. It was so dumb. Yeah. So after last week's muscle man dance, this week got dark. Where there was an issue with the rambling rabbit, and I forgot who else... And so then Rambling Rabbit starts like, he's like, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm being mistreated. Blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. And then Bray's like, he says something like, oh, no, that's not good. And he kills him. And not just like off screen, like throws him somewhere. He like hits him with a mallet or like a hammer. And like his, his blood... His quote-unquote blood starts like pouring off to the side. I'm like, yo, the, my man killed this thing, and 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 then he he like scoops it up and licks it, 
And he's like, mmm. And then it's a jar of, like, morning spread that he's selling. I was like, this is so twisted. I love it. It's so dark and so messed up. And I loved every second of it. And it makes sense because rumors are that they're trying to use a third hour to go into a more adult-oriented, attitude-era-esque programming. Makes sense. 10 to 11, the kids should be asleep. Exactly. And this kicked off the third hour. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man. This, this was, to me, probably the best, if not the best, episode of Firefly Funhouse so far. Just because of how dark and twisted it was, and that they let Bray get that dark and twisted. I didn't really care for it. Because I was like, I was reading too much into the context. Okay. Because everything that Vince does, I feel is uh, subliminals. Remember, this isn't Vince. This is Bray. With, like, the okay from Vince. Yes. But you you got to that Vince trusts Bray at this point. Well, I feel like with everybody being unhappy, with Sasha being unhappy, the revival being unhappy, the, that, that, like... I'm gonna like I'm being mistreated. I'm gonna mm-hmm. blow the lid on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And Vince stamping out their career, you mm-hmm. know, like that's where I took from this. Okay. Maybe again. Okay. Okay. I'm looking into the context way too much. I don't think Bray would be about that. I mean, who knows? Because hasn't he interacted with these guys in the past? What guys? Like AEW guys. I feel like I remember him like. Casually interacting with the, with these guys. Uh, in what sense? I don't. Like on social media, like they they're humans. Like all of them interact with each other. No, yeah, but if he would like Baron Corman's not out there talking like with Cody on on Twitter or whatever, you know. Yeah, but He's Roman a, Reigns is getting into verbal arguments with Tamatanga. They're probably related. I'm sorry, that was racist. That was messed up. I'm sorry. I take they're a- they're like related to Jace because. Are they? Yeah, because Haku's from like the Isle of Samoa also, and they're they're not in Hawaii, but you know it's in Hawaii AJ's. <laughs> That's racist. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like Bray wouldn't be about that, but I I leave it that way. I just thought of it like just Bray just being messed up, and I, I feel like this is like Vince said, "Look, we're gonna try and do like darker, edgier. Go for it." Yeah, that's why I was just like, uh, I feel like Vince had a little hand in this one because it, it, it's too real for the situation in the wrestling world right now, where Sasha's unhappy. So it's yeah, shots. But, but Vince, you have to remember, anytime that Vince or anyone on WWE has taken a shot at anybody, they're not subtle about it. They're very obtuse. They wouldn't like. They're not going to rely on Bray. To, to use metaphors and now they're gonna be right up front about it Bray's the best perfect to u- person to use metaphors for it for sure but Vince is a, Vince is a caveman <clears throat> he's, he's not deep he's not gonna go with metaphors and analogies he's gonna spit it right out yeah I don't know I enjoyed it I thought it was nice and dark and perfect more of this less everything else dance <laughs> Smackdown Oy. The return of Biggie. Anyway, next. Um. <laughs> How about uh, Heavy Machinery defeating Yolo County's tag team champions and becoming the new Yolo County tag team champions? These guys who came out in their cardboard belts. Br- uh, Danny Bryan must have been elated when he saw that. <laughs> <laughs> like Daniel Bryan's all like, oh, we're going to 
go up against the, these YOLO County blah 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 and then the heavy machinery is like oh well you've been dodging us okay so then you face the YOLO okay fine and then they, they squash these guys and well at the next pay-per-view stomping grounds have you seen the logo for stomping grounds kick ass and take names stop that's their slogan Stop. I swear. Have you seen the logo for it? No, is it a foot? It's a boot. Oh, Lord. It's a it's an ugly, like, construction boot with, like, stomping, and then, like, part of the boot, and then ground, and then the, the sole at the bottom. Yeah, we may, um... It's so bad! We may not cover that, man. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm like, dude... it's not this weekend, it's next weekend. I don't know, man. I don't... I'm done with WWE, bro. Okay, the rumor that I was talking about... Word on the street is that they're priming Kofi Kingston to drop the WWE Championship to Shane McMahon. I heard rumors about this as well. If Kofi drops it to Shane, I'm done. I'm like, I'm done with WWE. It was one thing when Vince won it for like a day back in the Attitude Era. But if Shane wins this thing, I can't. I can't watch it anymore. They've done too much to tarnish the WWE Championship. They've done too much to insult my intelligence as a fan and as a viewer, and to disrespect the legacy of everyone who's come through the curtains before. I'm not doing it. Coming off the heels of Saudi Arabia, and then you want to put the belt on Shane. And you're driving your talent out left and right. Um, I can't. I can't keep on. And, and they're creatively bankrupt. So not only do I have a moral standing for not wanting to be a part, I'm not entertained anymore. Watching Raw and SmackDown, when I miss it, I'm elated. I'm so emphatically happy to not watch the show. Yeah. Mondays and Tuesdays used to be. I used to love Tuesdays for the podcast, but. I used to dread Mondays so much. I used to dread Tuesdays for watching SmackDown so much. This week, since we moved over to Friday night recordings, I didn't watch them live. And my Monday and Tuesday just felt fantastic. They felt like a weight was off my shoulders. Why would I do something that I don't enjoy? Mm-hmm. I love watching professional wrestling. It's something that's happened over the last few years. I am now officially a mark. It is what it is. But it's because I enjoyed it. Because I enjoy watching good wrestling. And good stories. And good performances. I can't keep watching Raw and SmackDown if this is where they're going to go. If they put the belt on Shane McMahon, I'm out. Flat out. I'll, I'll watch NXT, I'll watch 205 Live, I'll watch like, Raw and SmackDown, main roster stuff, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Out. Yeah. I, 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 I seriously hope they don't do that. I hope they could reconsider and, and don't fall, follow through with this plan. Because there are so many other people that you can say. You can have Kevin Owens win the belt. You can have... Dolph Ziggler win the belt, Sami Zayn win the belt, anybody. You're telling me you have Finn Balor, Cien Almas, you have Samoa Joe, you have... Joe's on, on Raw now. Okay, fine, I'm sorry, so not Samoa Joe. Did I say Finn Balor? Yes. 
You have um, Daniel Bryan. You have Mustafa Ali, who, man. Who you cares? have all of these guys on the roster, and you're gonna put it on Shane. That's that, that's a real slap in the face. Even the, the over puffed, sweaty, fifty year old dad who's not even a wrestler. Even if Shane was a face, come on, man. Even if Shane was a face, I wouldn't want this. Face or heel doesn't matter to me. Is that it's Shane? Shane is is fun for entertainment here and there. Shane's good for a weird match here and there. But Shane is not your WWE champion. You're going to tell me that he's the same ilk as The Rock, Stone Cold, Cena, AJ Styles, Hulk Hogan, Shane McMahon? I mean, he's closer to Hulk Hogan than anything. Well, yeah. I mean, mean, honestly, it's... I can't. I can't. It's it's really really. Vince made sense. He was screwing with Stone Cold. No, Vince won the the WWE Championship from Triple H. What in the Rumble? No, he won the Rumble to be the number one contender for the championship, but he didn't win the belt until he beat Triple H when he was a bloody mess. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. And but that, even that still made sense. That's why I'm a historian. I know. And Stone Cold screwed Triple H out of the belt. That's that's why I was thinking of Stone Cold. Yeah. But that made sense. Mm-hmm. Because of the whole thing with Triple H and Stephanie and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do it by himself. And even when he won it, it was known and accepted by everyone watching and part of the kayfabe show that Vince had no business being champion. You know what I would like for them to do? Is you have Shane... Say he's going to face Kofi for the title. And then he pulls out, ah, I, I hurt myself, blah, blah, blah. I have my replacement. McIntyre comes out. He wins the WWE Championship. I'm, bro, I'd be way more happy than that. I'd be all about that. Because McIntyre needs gold on him. That boy deserves a belt of any color. Red or blue. Red, blue, white, strap. I don't care what it is. Put a belt on that boy. Because he's, he's, that guy, he just, he walks and oozes, like, he looks like a champion. He feels like a champion. He oozes charisma. You know, but he's, he's, he's so upset. He's stuck in a feud with Roman freaking Reigns. For like six months. And if, if McIntyre even wins this belt, Roman Reigns will be the one taking it off of him. Easy. Easy. There's no direction. There's no direction, and then when they have a direction, it's a really, really, really bad one. You know what I feel right now? I feel like we are mid, early to mid-90s, WCW, WWE, where AEW is WCW. They're putting out, uh, you know, great wrestling matches, great wrestlers, great promos. And you have WWE, who's gone back to the gimmick stuff. Yeah. The gimmick wrestling. The, the, excuse me. The squash matches with uh, jobbers and stuff like that. Like, this is what we're doing? Like, you're supposed to progress. You're supposed to move forward. Financially and internationally, WWE's going to be fine for a while. But if they don't get their acts together, they're going to be looking at an uphill battle versus AEW sooner rather than later. Yeah, you do... 
what they don't want to do is have AEW keep building momentum and they're on a downward downward spiral. Yeah, because they both have opposite trajectories right now. WWE is plummeting. Mm-hmm. Not sinking, not falling, not slipping. Uh, free falling. Plummeting. Where every week I'm reading about ratings are at an all-time low. Ratings at an all-time low. Ratings at a record low. Ratings at a low since holiday. But, like, they're talking about Christmas numbers are usually, like, their worst numbers of the year. I'm like, yo, this can't keep continuing. And AEW is climbing and climbing and ascending and soaring. And it, it only helps if they sign bigger, uh, better wrestlers. The ratings... I think, I think I asked this on the show not too long ago. I said, how long do you think it's going to take for AEW to have better ratings on their show than WWE? And I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. It's not going to be instantaneously. No, for sure. But I wouldn't be surprised. I think week one might do better than WWE. And then I think consistently it might happen within six months. I mean, there's there's fans out there, you know, because I'm on, you know, the the, the the not the WWE page, but the wrestling, the wrestling pages page. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love the WWE product right now. How can anybody enjoy the WWE product right now? They must have been fans of the gimmick stuff in the '90s. I can't take it. And they got Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry, Seth Rollins is a fantastic wrestler. Do not get me wrong, but he is not enough to save that company. 100% AJ agree. Styles didn't do it alone in TNA. He had Christopher Daniels. He had Samoa Joe. Joe. He had Kurt Chris Saban. He had Kurt Angle. He had Christian Cage. He can do it. Yeah, he has good counterparts with you know Baron Corbin, who's not a bad wrestler, who's good on the mic now. Uh, Drew McIntyre, but after that, it's like Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley. Like, I don't care for these guys anymore. And you know what? That's the messed up part is that these guys, you're saying, like, thumbs down and you're making sound effects, but if they're booked properly, these guys are money. Braun Strowman had the... They should have put the belt on him a year and a half ago. My thing with He was hotter than fire. Mm Mm-hmm. My thing with Braun is... And they stunk the bed on him for some reason. Is they... they What they stopped doing was letting him just go out there and demolish. What they started doing was putting a mic in his hand, and he's not good on the mic. Even when he, like, his mic stuff isn't even bad enough to kill him. The fact that they had him continuously reaching the top and then getting smacked down by Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, that was it. He had that match where Lesnar gave him the F5, and, that, and they, he never recovered. Well, that's Rome's never been the same. Well, that's because uh, Corbin screwed him out of the, the belt. So, like, you have Strowman, who's money. Lashley, who he was like, he can be money. He can be money. He was he did fantastic heel work in TNA. Bobby Roode can be money. Instead, he's doing the twenty four seven. Robert Roode. He's doing the twenty four seven nonsense. Samoa Joe is money. There's so many Ricochet. Ricochet is printing money. Alistair Black has every single thing needed to be a top guy of anything ever. And he's just running. He had his first. No, he's had his first match since the split. When did he have a match? It was at a house show against Randy Orton. No, I'm about to. I'm about to sign off this thing without signing off. Got it. Randy Orton. That's a big name for him. That's the biggest name he's faced since he's been up. And where's that feud gonna go? No, it, it was just it was a house show. Yeah, but they use house shows to practice for the for feuds. 
Exactly. I don't know. I don't know about you. Sign, sign us off, because I'm not good at it. I'm off this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to us complain and moan <laughs> and berate you with nonsense. As always, you've been listening to us on soundcloud.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples the number two apples. If you haven't listened to us there, you might be listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music or wherever you find your podcast and streaming audio services. Please don't forget to check out our social media pages, facebook.com slash grapples to apples, twitter.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples, the number two apples. Check out our Instagram page. There's not, a lot, there's not a lot up there now, but we're looking to add more stuff. There's something in the works that I just got to find time to actually do. Um, like your punishment? That's what I'm referring to, guy. Okay, you just got to find time to go and get the stuff and do the stuff. I have the colors in my head already. Yeah, whatever. We'll talk. Whoa. Um... As always, I have been one of your hosts, Will the Thrill, Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English. Did I miss one? I feel like I missed one. Whatever you need me to be, what, baby. The, the last one. Whatever you need me to be, baby, that's who I be, because that's who I is. Yeah. Join, as always, by his hetero life, mate. <laughs> you just stole it right from me. Later, let me say it. Go ahead. The men of the out, the men with the power too gosh darn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Your boy. The Prophet Shades. Thank you all for catching us on our first weekend episode. We will catch you all next week. Until then, peace. Peace and love. Come on, Janice, Steve.